Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. This episode is for my visionary girls. If you are the entrepreneur with so many ideas, and you know what? Maybe it's not even so many ideas. Maybe it's just an idea. And the Lord gives you the vision or he gives you the promise. He gives you this idea and you are like, wait a second, Lord, how are we doing this? How are we doing this? So over the last eight years of this journey, I have had many ideas, many visions, some God ideas, some my own idea. That's another podcast episode. But for those of you who are kind of wrestling with, hey, what do I do after God gives me the vision? What do I do after God gives me the promise? This episode is for you. I'm going to give you three really simple, basic tools that you can do and steps that you can take once God gives you the promise and the vision so that you don't get bogged down in all of the how and you start taking action on it today. All right. If that is you and you're excited, let me give you step number one. And let me tell you a little bit of a story. So in 2021, I was spending some quiet time with the Lord. Note, key to hearing from the Lord is spending quiet time with him. And can I tell you when I feel like I'm not hearing from the Lord for whatever area of my life that I'm that I'm seeking or maybe just that feeling far from him, it is always tied to me not spending time with him and or me seeking him more for something than just seeking him to be in his presence. That's a side note. Um, So in 2021, I was spending time with the Lord and the Holy Spirit gave me two little mini downloads. And what do I mean by that? I mean by like in my spirit, I kind of, I, I just got this little phrase and it wasn't of me because I'm not that creative and cool. And that's usually how the Holy Spirit speaks speaks to me, especially in coaching calls. He gives me these little like one-liners, these little hooks, these little alliteration or phrases. And so he gave me two things. And the first one was seek first sisterhood. So I wrote it down and I had no idea what that meant. I could assume, right? But I just, I wrote it down, like seek first sisterhood. Huh, I like that. And then in that same morning, he gave me the phrase business tree boot camp. Again, I love alliteration and uh, it's just one of the ways that the Lord speaks to me. And so I loved them both and I was like, yes, Lord, except the sisterhood. I wasn't really super jazzed about that because I had already had a community online that had named sisterhood and um, some of my deepest trauma and pain came from sisters and in fact sisters in Christ and so I didn't really love that phrase and so as I have healed over time the Lord has given me a um, a, just a better understanding and um, experience with sisterhood in fact the seek first inner circle is our my coaching membership I'm just 
is so in awe of what God is doing in that community. So I share that to say that was in 2021. I had the promise. I had a vision. I had an idea. And at that point, it was a very small, small vision. But key is that I wrote it down. When God gives you something, I want to encourage you to write it down. There is something so powerful and so transformative and so um, when it's written plain. So Habakkuk 2.2 actually tells us, write the vision, make a plain so that if somebody else sees it, they can run with it. That is totally paraphrased. A lot of people will use this in the, hey, write down your goals and make them really plain so that when, you know, that, that you can get really clear on it that you could actually run with it. And while I believe in theory, that is a really good practice, that in context, that's not what the verse is talking about. And so I have actually mistaken it to mean that myself until I did a little deeper study into the context of the scripture and realized that is not what God is talking about at all. At the same time, I do feel like in theory and in concept, that makes sense. God wants us to be very, he wants us to write things down. He wants us to have a clear vision. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. So what happened in 2021 was I wrote down Seek for a Sisterhood. And then I wrote down Business Tree Boot Camp. And then I asked the Lord, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I really didn't get anything else that day. But over 2021 and in the beginning of 2022, I got it. So there is also a verse that says that, um, we, he, that we prophesy in part. And sometimes maybe these visions or maybe these ideas, these dreams that you have are actually really prophetic, that they are something that will come to pass. And sometimes when God gives us things, it's in part. He's not giving us the whole because he knows if he gives us the whole, we most likely will run with it and we will run with it ahead of him and it will possibly spoil the whole thing. So what I did was I wrote it down. That is your first step. When God gives you something, whether it is in full detail or it is in a very simple form, I encourage you to write it down. The next step is to worship. I want to encourage you to take a second and pause and really grasp the thought that the creator of the universe, the almighty God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah every other name of God that you can fill in, actually wants to co-labor with you. He has an assignment on your life that he actually sees you as qualified, not because of a certificate, not because of a degree of education or because of a financial status or a social media platform, but because he says, no, I see you as someone that I want to do something with to impact my kingdom. The God of the creator of the universe wants to co-labor with you. And you know, in my former years of being an entrepreneur, when the Lord showed me that my business was actually a ministry, AKA the business tree, AKA Business Tree Bootcamp that's coming up at the um, in June. Uh, so if you have missed the last two that I've hosted, I want to invite you. And if you've been to the last two, I encourage you to come as I truly believe God always gives us fresh content and different things. But um, all that to say, Business Tree, this idea of a ministry, I actually thought I was working for the Lord. And yes, while everything we do should be for the Lord, God always wants to take it a step further. And he wants to actually not only let us work for him, um, but work with him. And it's such a beautiful process that the Lord and the creator of the universe wants 
to give you dreams and visions and ideas of things that are actually solutions for that people are praying for. And oftentimes, y'all, it's tied to your testimony and it's usually tied to your deepest pains. <laughs> so there's that for you. But spending some time in worship, acknowledging that God wants to work with you and help use you as a vessel to provide a solution for other people. That to me is so humbling. That to me is so crazy to wrap my head around. And so... I encourage you to spend some time worshiping God, acknowledging him for who he is, Jesus for what he has done, the price that Jesus paid for you to walk in freedom and fullness and the price that Jesus paid so that you can have a redemptive story to tell people, that you can have a testimony that is worth sharing. And let me tell you, the enemy will try to make you believe that your testimony is not worth sharing. So in one season of my life, I felt like my testimony wasn't really that big. I didn't have the trauma story that, you know, God walked me through this traumatic childhood or maybe horrible decisions that I made. And yes, I have made many bad decisions, but there was never like this big story that I felt like was worth sharing. Can I tell you if that is you today, the enemy is trying to use that against you to make you feel like your story is not worth sharing. Why? Because Revelation tells us that the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And there's power in your testimony, whether you have some crazy traumatic story or not. Fast forward 2018, I got the traumatic story that I lost everything at 27 weeks pregnant, yada, yada, yada. And I hated the story. I hated that story. But out of that story and out of where Jesus met me in the mess and healed my heart and healed my mind and healed my soul on a really deep level, that's why I'm able to do this podcast today. It's why I'm able to coach women in the capacity that I do today because God promises to waste nothing. So spend some time worshiping the Lord, acknowledging God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit for who they are and what they have done and what they they want to do in you and through you for the kingdom that is worth a worship session can I get an amen y'all if you have not really spent some time worshiping the Lord there is so much power in that worship is our and it doesn't mean just worship music right every our, our life is an act of worship it's acknowledging God it's 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 really understanding and giving him praise for who he is and we hear this right in the the verse or um, that Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray right they're like well how do you pray and he says well our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name that's honoring God and worshiping God for who he is and so take a minute If he gives you a download, if he gives you the vision before getting panicked and worried and freaked out about what do I do next and tell me more, I need more information, right? That need for more is a sign of possibly perfectionism or lack of trust or control. Like you feel like, you know, okay, now that he's giving me the assignment, I've got to figure this out. No, God's not going to give you the assignment and then leave you hanging and thinking, okay, I hope she figures it out. He's going to give you every tool that you need at the right time. So you can pause instead of really begging for more. You can, there's nothing wrong with asking him for details and asking him for the more, but take some time to worship. Take some time to acknowledge him. Take some time to thank him. Take some time to praise him and say, yes, Lord, and give him your yes. 
Maybe he's given you this vision and you don't really know what it is, but he just wants you to say, do I have your yes, even if you don't have the guarantee? Now listen, everything God gives you is a guarantee. If you give God your yes, you are guaranteed to thrive, to prosper, to be successful. And I don't necessarily just mean becoming a millionaire. That is not always the promise. Um, some of my greatest you know, achievements have nothing to do with money nothing. Some of my greatest success has nothing to do with money. In fact, I have a podcast episode about that. My most successful launch, and it was actually my least profitable launch, but the Lord taught me a lesson in that launch that changed my life forever. So all that to say, spend some time worshiping him. And then the next part, for those of you who are like, but I need to know, I need a plan. I need the next thing. I I need, I need, I need. Can I encourage you If you feel like you need something, there will be pressure tied to it. God is not giving you a promise and a vision and a calling to pressure you into doing something for him. In fact, God doesn't need you. He wants you. Wrap your head around that for a minute. That'll give you something to worship him about. God, you don't even need me, but you want me. You see me as valuable. You see me as worth it. You saw me worth sending your son to die for me. He is worthy of it all. That is my favorite worship song at this moment. I have been playing that on repeat from Worship Mob. They have this beautiful um, set that they just sang to the Lord, worthy of it all. Worthy of it all. Jesus is so worthy of us slowing down and giving him praise and glory and honor. All right, let me get back to the those of you who need the next step. Lord, I don't need it, but I want it. I don't need it. Because I know you're going to guide my steps. The man makes the plans, but the Lord guides his steps. Ask for the next step. Ask the Lord to reveal to you, Lord, how can I honor this vision? How can I honor this promise? How can I honor this calling that you put on my life? You have my yes. Now, how can I honor it today by taking one step? Notice I didn't say, God, give me all the plan. God, tell me everything that I'm going to do in order to achieve this thing. And I will share this over and over and over because I used to think I had to have all of it mapped out before I could take a step. And the Lord is like, Heather, that is really showing me that you don't trust me. So what I have learned to do now is stop asking God for all of the steps to guarantee the success, to guarantee me feeling safe and comfortable and knowing what I'm doing because I know, and you know, our brains are wired to keep us safe, comfortable, and familiar, but God's not calling you to comfort. God's calling you to trust him and trust requires not seeing the thing And believing requires not actually seeing it, but knowing that we can stand on his promises and they are yes and amen. And I don't really know how it's going to happen. And logic will try to talk you out of that. But the spirit of the living God living inside of you is saying, don't worry about all the details. I have it figured out. What I'm asking you to do is this next step. Ask the Lord for the next step. And not to think that you need all of the steps or you need the next three steps or you need the next 10 steps in order to take the next step. You can take action by doing one thing. And a coach shared with me years ago, and I use this all the time in my coaching sessions, and I'll say it to you today, action brings clarity. When we take one step of action, the Lord gives us more clarity to then take the next step. And then as we're walking hand in hand with the Lord to make this thing come about, 
before we know it, we're going to be walking in the promise. Y'all, I'm walking in the promise today from a promise that he gave me in 2021. And in fact, that promise was actually part of promises from like years and years and years before. I didn't tie it all together until I'm now I'm walking in it. And I have had to take a step back and sit and sit literally with that song worthy of it all and just praise the Lord. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy of all of this. Like I'm literally walking in a dream right now. I'm doing something that I absolutely love. And I see what God is doing in the community that I am so blessed to steward and to shepherd. And this podcast is one of those ways. I'm literally doing something I love. It doesn't feel like work. It does take discipline. Y'all, I missed a I missed a podcast episode last week because my schedule was crazy. And uh, that's for another time. But stewarding our time well is, is very important. Because God's like, hey, you want more time? Can you steward the time I've given you? Oh, conviction. So here are the three steps again for my visionary sister who I love so much and who I empathize with so much as you are wrestling with. God gave me the vision and it's not here and I'm in the in-between. I'm waiting on the promise. I am sitting in the promise and it's because, one, I wrote it down. I wrote it down and I continued to press in and ask the Lord, what does that mean? But I didn't become obsessive about it. Like, Lord, I can't do anything in my life well until you tell me what this is. No, I was honoring and stewarding what he gave me. So that was things like motherhood, things like being a wife, things like stewarding the current program that I had had at the time, stewarding the current clients that I had at the time. Listen, I believe God is a God of more and he always wants to give us more, but it's in his timing. And so, yes, there was a bigger thing. There was a different thing. There was a new thing, glory to glory. But God wanted to position me for it first. And there was things that I learned in 2021 that have positioned me for today. In fact, there are things I learned last month that are continuing to position me for today. God is not pressuring you into his promise. He is positioning you for it. And sometimes we absolutely despise the positioning because it feels like, it looks like, it sounds like there's been no movement. But God is like, until you get into perfect position, I'm not going to give you that thing. So the promise he gave me in 2021, Seek First Sisterhood, Business Street Bootcamp, those things are now alive and active and I'm walking in them and I'm serving in them and I am loving them. A year and a half ago, I was a little bit like, okay, Lord, what is that? Like, I know it's, I know, in fact, I knew it was significant because I, after a little bit of my quiet time, I went and bought the domains for it. (laughs) Because I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I've learned to uh, just know that like, this is important. This was not me speaking to myself. This was cool. And this was the Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to say, okay, Lord, you have my yes. I don't really know what this is, but you have my yes. I'm going to just spend some time worshiping you and thanking you that you want to actually partner with me with this thing. Because I know it's important if you're calling me to it. And then Lord, tell me what the next step is. And I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't wrestle with knowing all the steps. In fact, I hired coaches. I had team members who I processed with, who I had a couple trusted friends who they're probably listening to this episode now. They're like, yep, I walked that journey with her. I tried to force it to happen. It's like a woman going into labor and, you know, she's like, I just want to get this baby out. And toward the end of the pregnancy, right, the closer I got to it, I was like, Lord. And once I surrendered the need to know and the need, and that was my word for 2021 was surrender. Surrender the need to know um, was what the, what the phrase that the Lord gave me. And so it was like, Lord, I surrender needing to know all the details. I trust that you are going to guide me to my next step and that I trust that you have good things in store for me. That is a word for someone. 
God is not setting you up for failure. He's not setting you up to leave you high and dry. He's not setting you up to get you really excited for something and then just not give you anything. He is setting you up. He is positioning you for the promise. Don't despise that. And the way that you don't despise that is write down the vision the Lord has given you. Make it as plain as possible with all the details he's given you. I have other mornings and other quiet times I've spent with the Lord that it is a complete download. Bloom Academy, if you've been part of that, literally was a one morning with the Lord and he literally just, my hand could not stop writing. It just kept going and going and going. And before I stopped and I looked I looked back at it and I'm like, whoa, I think this is a course that the Lord wants me to help walk women through. So it's going to happen different ways in different seasons. Be expectant of the unexpected. That's a word. Be expected of the unexpected. If you are partnering with the Holy Spirit, be expectant of the unexpected. That's how God likes to keep us on our toes and say, do you really trust me? And do you really hear me? And are you really going to like honor what I'm asking you to do and trust that I have it all figured out? I know what it is like to desperately want to fulfill your calling. I have lived most of my life, and I still wrestle with this today, performance-based. That I'm performing to prove what I don't know, like to prove prove my worth, to prove, prove my value, to provide for my needs. I have been in all of those places at one point or another. It is a deeply rooted lie that the Lord continues to pull out of my heart and my mind and the garden that he is cultivating within me. So I want to encourage you, those of you who are in the waiting and you have the vision, don't despise the process. Praise him through the process. In fact, the Israelites, I love thinking about their journey. This just came up with a coaching call today, so I feel it's timely to share. There are two parts to the waiting. The first part is if you look at the map of the Israelites and how they went from the wilderness to the promised land, God made it so that they took the long way. Sometimes God wants to take us on the long way to work things out of us and in us so that when we get to the promised land, we are actually able to enjoy it and see it for what it is. Now, the other part of the Israelites' journey is when they were stuck in this little part of the one wilderness and they were wandering in this wilderness for 40 years. That was due to sin. There are two folds sometimes when we're waiting in the waiting for the promise. One, it's God. He is positioning you. He is preparing you. He is not holding out on you. He's actually just refining you to make it so that when you get to the promised land, it is as sweet as honey and it is just flowing with milk and honey. There's the other part to that too is where you might have some sin in your life. You might need to repent of some things and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what is it that is keeping me stuck in this waiting. And sometimes it is you, it is us, it is me. And sometimes it's the Lord refining us just for his, because he's so good and he's so kind. So I want to encourage the weary heart who's waiting on the promise. Don't be bitter. Don't believe the lie that God's forgotten about you or that maybe that was a a lie. Maybe that dream wasn't what he gave you. Um, I encourage you to hold tight to the promise. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. 
That is my verse of the year, and I'm going to leave you with that. Father, we thank you for the promises that you have given us. We thank you for the visions. Lord, I thank you for the visionary woman who sometimes that that gift is a blessing, and sometimes that blessing can become a burden when we try to do it in our own strength, in our own time, in our own might, in our own power, in our own creativity. Lord, I ask you to soften this woman's heart. Help her to drop all of those things at your feet that she thinks she has to do in her own way. And Lord, I ask you to give her the next step. Make it so abundantly clear to her that she has eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to obey to take the next step, trusting and knowing and believing that you will fulfill the promises that you have given to her. God, we thank you for wanting to co-labor with us. We thank you for seeing us as worth it. We thank you for seeing us as valuable. We thank you for seeing us in our imperfections as someone who can actually impact the kingdom in a wonderful, beautiful way. Lord, you are worthy. Jesus, you are worthy of our praise. We thank you in advance for what you're doing in us so that you can do a beautiful work through us. You get all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, 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 oh,